The following is a Joel Mahalik production. <clears throat> Let me explain something to you. Whenever you come in here and interrupt me, you're breaking my concentration. You're distracting me. And it will then take me time to get back to where I was. Understand? Live, Live. from Wilmington, Delaware, it's Behind the Mic. The radio show that talks about whatever. Join us now as we dive into a variety of topics. From entertainment to politics and every aspect of life in between. Mixed with a little fun, frolic, and mayhem. Now, without further ado, here is your host of Behind the Mic, Joel Mahalik. Good evening, good evening, hello, and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. I am Joel Mahalik. This is the Behind the Mic Show. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to uh, host your visit to our domain, our man cave, so to speak. Anyway, say hello to Ron. Ron, how are you? Hello. Good evening, good evening, Hello. I am fine. How, How are you? I'm all right. That is, yeah. is that like duck, duck, goose? Yeah, it was the opposite. Good evening, good evening, like hello. How you open the show? Hello, hello, good evening. I said good Whatever. evening, good evening, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? How have you been? Good. You know, I I was kind of thrown off, but then I actually looked at the calendar and paid attention. I, I was. Already for a different introduction, you know, kind of a little tease into uh, uh, what's to come. But then I remembered, oh yeah, that's not until April. Yeah, yeah, it's coming good. Yeah, it's coming. It's right around the corner. Yes, it is. Right around. Looking the forward to it, but yeah, you know, everything's. I'm kind of looking forward to it as well. Mm-hmm. What Ron's talking about is uh, the PC Tech Rescue Show, where that's the working title. May change. Don't know. Um, starting Wednesday nights, taking over this spot on Wednesday nights, and hosted by one of the greatest voices in radio, me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> well, I on the debut, I was gonna, but I'll shut up. <laughs> and of course, on April first, on the debut show, we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, we're going. Uh, I'm going to talk about uh, the difference. Uh, what does it mean when you're told your hard drive crashed? So we're going to talk about that, wow. so you have an idea, an inside look on that, <clears throat> and uh, we're also going to uh, talk about the the Windows Watch. We'll discuss that. What I think, Ron. What you think about it? The Windows Watch. You got a new uh, one. The, the Apple Watch. Whatever. Yeah. The Apple Watch. We'll get some thoughts on all that. Well, and, to uh, be totally honest, I'm going to give my thought right now. Are you ready? No, the, you, you can wait. I don't wear watches anymore because I carry a cell phone that has the time on it. Right, <laughs> I, I, and that's a very good point. Okay, now save yeah. save the rest of your rant about it till all right later very on. Good. But uh, you can stop by uh, the Delaware Valley Tech Rescue Facebook page <clears throat> uh, if you'd like, and uh, that's at facebook.com slash. Uh, uh, Capital PC dot capital T tech dot capital R rescue. And I don't know, maybe small letters work. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Usually, though, in web addresses, it, it is case sensitive. But anyway, uh, we should probably get a, sh- a shortened 
um, address for that. But you can stop there. There's an article about the crashed hard drives to kind of give you a, a first glance into what we'll be talking about and whatnot. So, anyway, that's April 1st. That's when that starts. Say hello to Tony. He's behind the glass. What's up? It's like a mob name, isn't it? Tony behind the glass? Hey, Tony behind the glass. Yeah, man. What's up? Good evening, Tony. Oh, hi. The turn, Tony with the headache, Tony. Tony behind the glass. Anyway. No, it's just too much glare. You know, next time I had to wear my hat, the fluorescent lights are bouncing off the top of my head. So, you know. Have you thought of getting one of those anti-glare screens? Yes. For your computer? Yes. I've ha- I actually have one. Oh. The problem wow. is not the, the problem is not the light bouncing off of my monitor. The problem is it's the overall ambient light in the uh, office. So right, gotcha. Got these big like floor to ceiling windows, and then I got double the amount of fluorescent lighting, and it's just. You know, and I got all these wise acres in there that just can't shut up. So it's, you know, deciding, you know, everything, really everything. So, yeah, it's fun. Sounds really weird. Well, well, I work there. So, I mean, you know, of course it's weird, but that's beside right. the point. And, yes, I said it wrong before you did. So now, so now you're jealous, too, right? All right, folks. So uh, if you want to drop a dime, here's the way you do it. Talk, call 443-836-0171. 443-836-0171. You can join us at facebook.com slash behind the mic, M-I-K-E. That's the way it's spelled. Uh, or you can drop us a line at behind the mic show at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. It's at WQYB Radio. Stop by the website. That's where it's all at, and that's QIBRadioNetwork.com. So, various ways to get a hold of us. Let's uh, let's dig into some conversation, shall we? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw on the Facebook page uh, posted this afternoon, uh, but you know, Facebook is always changing their rules, and uh, and they did it again. And this time, they what they're saying now is as of yesterday they changed their rules again and now they're saying that users can now be banned for supporting or praising criminal activities now obviously you know uh <laughs> wise gentlemen like and lady like people normal people like us are not going to go and praise criminal activities online okay but this this is a fine line though with the freedom of speech you know, so Facebook has said it will remove content in support of violent or criminal organizations. The company also throws out the word terrorists. Facebook, being an international company, will end up being the arbitrator of which groups are terrorists and which groups are freedom fighters. <laughs> we, oh, so, good. Th- th- but, I mean, that's the fine line when you think about it. Yeah, when you think about it. it. Is. So, in other words, when you're on Facebook and you're having discussions, I mean, is it okay to support the Ukraine or do you have to support Russia? You know, can you support Anonymous, who's really a cyber terrorist collective? Are you you allowed to support the protesters in Ferguson? Or will you get banned for supporting the protesters? What are protesters anywhere? We know we're domestic terrorists. We've already been defined as such by Homeland Security. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, we're screwed anyways. So in in, in in the new rule standards, it identifies hate speech as... Quote, content that directly attacks people based on their race, ethnicity, na- national origin, 
religious affiliation, sexual orientation, sex, gender, or gender identity, or serious disabilities or diseases. Organizations and people dedicated to promoting hatred against these protected groups are not allowed a presence on Facebook. So, if we're to follow that, then, you know, um, Tea Partiers will no longer be allowed to refer to the president as being a Muslim. Right. Okay. Because then they'll get banned from Facebook. Question for you. How does any um, media source, for example, us, share news stories then? Well, that's that's the thing. We You may find that we're going to get banned from Facebook from yeah. trying to report the news. If it happens, it happens. Yeah, if it happens, we'll just have to make sure that people know we'll that they can find us at Google. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but the thing is, I mean, yeah. That, well, isn't Google and Facebook starting to become bedfellows, too? I, who? What? <laughs> I thought Google and everybody, I mean, I thought everybody's. Google's trying to get into bed with everybody. It seems yeah, but, Goog- like. but Google Plus isn't, you know, uh, too bad. Um, so, you know, it's just... I, believe me, I can't... I, you know, supporting terrorist organizations, mafia, criminal enterprises... Criminal enterprises, <laughs> U.S. government... <laughs> um, uh, right. I mean, I don't, I don't get into that. I see that. But what I'm saying is, is that this new, these new Facebook rules that came out yesterday are just, they're really drawing a fine, a very fine, thin between free speech and violation of the First Amendment. Hey, you know, you know, just as well as I do, they're going to promote what they've always promoted or endorse mm-hmm. Or leave alone what they want to. All that is is a blanket way of saying if they get heat for a certain thing that's up there, they're going to take it down and use that new uh, statement rule as their basis. It's just like terms of service with all these things online. It's so arbitrary. It's basically whatever they want to implement it, they implement it. And, you know, I don't think it's anything different. It's just spelled out so, you know, you know I mean, what I'm saying. Exactly, Ron. I mean, it's frustrating. It's it's total garbage, period. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. nine times out of ten, these terms of agreements or these agreement terms, the terms of service that you guys agree to, 99 times out of 100, I don't know anybody except... Maybe you, Joel, and maybe you, Ron, to to a limited degree. Read through the entire thing, chapter and verse. <laughs> read what? Exactly. Before you say, yeah, whatever, just click on the accept button. You know, and most of these things are written for lawyers to be dissected by lawyers, if the lawyers even give a crap. And most of them don't, because they know what's in there. And they know that if anything goes to court, it's just going to be more money for both parties anyhow um and 99 percent of the people out there are not going to read this so they're going to say yeah 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 whatever and just click okay yeah 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 whatever so and so (laughs) what's going to wind up happening is 
you know, when somebody does get caught on the carpet for something like this and they lose their account and they go crying back to Facebook, Facebook can say, yeah, it's in there. It's in Chapter 487, paragraph or subparagraph 16, Section 7, and they're going to say, on what page? Where? And I didn't read that. And it's like, oh, well, you said okay. So, you know, they're off the hook. You know, and that's right, just well, the way you know, the bottom works. The bottom line is they're, they are a private company, and so they can ban whatever they want to ban. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they, they don't yep. need this rule. But I think Ron's right. They've they've written this rule, and that gives them blanket notice to everybody, basically, that if we don't like it, if uh, our friends in the government don't like it, uh, then you've pretty much been pre-warned that you could get kicked off of Facebook. And this is, I mean, to me, and maybe it's just me, I don't know, I just feel like this is such a serious change for the bad for Facebook. I I imagine that you know people have been leaving Facebook for you know um, other things they've done in the past, changing their privacy and changing their rules, and this one's pretty harsh, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, said like one in five people used to have a Facebook account. I'd I'd really like to find out what those numbers are now, just out of curiosity. Yeah, I don't know. We need to try and come with up with our own like freedom of speech book or something where we don't care if you hate everybody or love everybody. Print what you want on this thing, right? And and, and that's the big thing. What you know? What are other people using as an alternative? I mean, what is the big competition for Facebook? Sure, you have Google Plus. That's probably their largest competitor in terms of look and feel. You know, Google Plus is a news feed. Uh, you can post pictures, video, whatever. You know, it's, it's kind of the, you know, in, in terms of look and feel, that's it. MySpace, I don't even know what MySpace is doing anymore. I know they made a comeback, yeah. but I, it, it it didn't have it's the same. It's not much of one. <laughs> right, it's not, you know. So, it like, if we were to get kicked off or leave Facebook, I mean, how would we promote the show? Probably Twitter would be our biggest avenue. You've got Twitter. You've also got um well, all those photo sites, even there's right. creative ways of doing it. What the, oh, like Instagram and whatnot? Yeah, Instagram, and then there's the other one where, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Oh, oh uh, Pinterest. That's it. Yeah, I know a lot of people having success with that. So. Yeah. So it's interesting, I, and I have to tell you, it, it, it took me a bit of time to get this article because... Uh, a lot of the Facebook pages that shared this article <laughs> got banned. <laughs> Go their accounts were closed. Their accounts were inactivated. The article was taken down by Facebook. So I actually had to go and find an actual online news source that was carrying the story so I can just get it from the, from a source. Because, you know, sometimes you use the share button. And then you go to share and you find out this user no longer exists. So you share it from another source. This uh, Facebook has removed this content. So I mean, an so, article telling you that they're going to be, you know, the big dick in the room. They're, they're banning people for posting this article. That's rich, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, that is hilarious. That just shows you how whack they are. That is yeah. nuts. There's your ass clown of the week nomination right there, Yeah, Ron. bingo. Yeah. <laughs> 
We don't have to vote or nothing. <laughs> well, here, I'll send it to you, just so you have it. Since yeah. Tony won't denominate it, there it is. See, there's the <laughs> example. You know what and, I'm going to do? And quick print it out before, you know, this new <laughs> yeah, really. band off a line and uh, fire yeah. and see Yeah, so there's a PDF the way you got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to post it and see if my account gets taken off. <laughs> Well, I, I was gonna say, I, I did I was gonna add to the Facebook post that uh, if, if if the Facebook is gone by tonight, you'll know why. <laughs> there you go. So, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So um, yeah, so big news there. I mean, no big surprise, but big news there. Well, I, I'm just. I like Tony said. I'm curious to see how many people leave in droves now and just finally say screw it. Right. Because you um, know, just think of the articles that we've posted when you know Obama says something just totally ridiculous, or you know, someone in government and that's totally contrary to Constitution. We bring bring up anything in question. I mean, yeah. you know, they're going to ban our accounts because we're being, you know, quote unquote, I don't know, you know, aggressive or so. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I really don't, I don't want to have to be censored when we're trying to, I mean, you know, promote news stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you had a good point though. If only we had the know-how to come up with our own you know, start a new competitor site, you know. Well, I'm call, sure that... And, and, and call, like, you know, First Amendment. Yeah, <laughs> com, the social media site, something like that. Now, you know what? Next week, someone listening to this show is going to flip and do it. And... Yeah, well, God bless them they, if they got the resource to it. But, you know, even that being said, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. there's some stuff, if you're a company... You don't want your product, you know, being used as a promotion for, you know. I, I mean, I get that. But <laughs> for what they drew out, I mean, are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well, come well, on. I mean, just just in my mind, just the mere fact that they are deleting accounts or inactivating accounts and deleting posts regarding this, Shows me that they realize how stupid it is. Exactly how you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's like on like seriously. Are we talking like Big Brothers watching on Facebook now? Oh, they. they I don't think it's is watching. I think they have been. Oh, oh, obviously, you know, and I mean, and we've we've gone back when we, when they did that that year in review or that that little presentation that they put together. Of all your favorite moments from from last year, remember that nice little yeah. movie that they did. I mean, you know how much of, you know how much are they, you know, archiving that we never even knew. Everything they archive, anyway. But we talked about that before. They archive everything. Everything you do on the right. internet's archived, not just on Facebook, but anyway. Um, even your emails. So, um, does he have your own private server? Right. Uh, before we hit the break, a uh, little comic relief. Uh, I posted this on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash behind the mic. M I K E. If it's still uh, there. So if you want to go there, it's the, it, it's an editorial. <laughs> it's an editorial out of Talladega called 12 Reasons Why I Voted Democratic. 
And actually, I should read 12 Reasons Why I Voted Democrat, because Democrat and Democratic are two different things. They have two different meanings. But anyway, uh, dear editor, here are the 12 reasons I voted Democrat. Uh, One, I voted Democrat because I love the fact that I can now marry whatever I want. I can can now marry my Labrador. Really? Number two, I voted Democrat because I believe oil companies' profits of 4% on a gallon of gas are obscure, but the government taxing the same gallon of gas at 15% isn't. Number three, I voted Democrat because I believe the government will do a better job of spending the money I can I earn than I would. Number four, I voted Democrat because freedom of speech is fine as long as I agree with what is said and nobody else is offended by it. Number five, I voted Democrat because I'm way too irresponsible to own a gun and I know that my local police are, are all I need to protect me from murderers and thieves. Number six, I voted Democrat because I believe that people who can't tell us if if it will rain on Friday can tell us that the polar ice caps will melt away in 10 years if I don't start driving a Prius. Number seven, I voted Democrat because I'm not concerned about millions of babies being aborted so long as we keep all death row inmates alive. Number eight, I voted Democrat because I think illegal aliens have a right to free health care, education, and Social Security benefits, and we should take away the Social Security from those who paid into it. (laughs) Number nine, I voted Democrat because I believe that businesses should not be allowed to make profits for themselves. They need to break even and give the rest away to the government for redistribution as the Democrats see fit. Number 10, I voted Democrat because I believe liberal judges need to rewrite the Constitution every few days to suit some fringe kooks who would never get their agendas past the voters. Number 11, I voted Democrat because I think that it's better to pay billions for their oil to people who hate us but not drill on our own because it might upset some endangered beetle, spotted owl, gopher, or fish. (laughs) Finally, number 12, I voted Democrat because my head is so firmly misplaced toward the south end of my body, it's unlikely that I'll ever have another point of view. (laughs) So, I'm loving these letters to the editors that are being posted all over the place. That's the second one this week we posted. So, (laughs) it's nice to see that the people are like, they're paying attention. You know, but they need to pay attention in more droves. I had a conversation today with somebody, and I was like, I just, I just don't understand how even the Democrats in Congress don't th- like don't think something's wrong here. Mm-hmm. I just don't I get agree. it. I don't. I I think that that whole team thing is so well embedded within both parties that you know. We can't, we can't go against the company line, no matter, you know what we think. That kind of thing, and right. I, you know, I don't play that game, and and that's why the whole quote unquote game of politics really upsets me because they're they're treating it like a game, and all they're doing is screwing people. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yep. And you know, as far as Republicans go. Um, yeah, they lie just as bad as the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they said they were going to do this and this. And, and look, I'm not, I wasn't expecting overnight changes. Okay. But uh, you really, you, you're really not doing anything. You know, 
You're three yeah. months now in the power of, uh, of having both houses, and and you, you really haven't done anything. You haven't even shown that you know your balls are all swelled up and you're ready for a fight. You sh you showed nothing yet. No, they have no balls. Period. And, and that does frustrate me too. And, and that's the reason why, when some of the tea party, you know, heaven forbid tried to, uh, you know, come up with another leader than Boehner. I was, you know, I, some people were so appalled by that within the Republican Party. I applauded it. Right. I mean, the guy's as wishy-washy as the rest. It's the establishment of both parties, period. Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, the new establishment of the Democratic Party is so far to the left now, you know, there's so many people in limbo right now because of both parties. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I mean, I just... you know it, it's, it's just uh, people need to wake up and quit with this affiliation thing like you've said. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the libertarian candidates, but in the end, I agree more with them than some of the people that the Republicans and Democrats are marching out. And that's why I'm an independent, I call, I deem myself independent conservative, you know? Right. And I, I'm going with the, the person that is best going to do what I think should be done or, you know, whatever, however you want to put it. But. Right, right. I got you. And it's... Uh... It, it, yeah, it, it, and it's just disturbing on so many levels. It really is. You know, uh, I, I did notice, you know, the Libertarian Party and the Green Party are trying to attack the debate, the debate commission again to let the independent parties debate in the presidential election, you know. And I think I might have said this before. I think that's a fight that should have started right after, after the 2012 presidential election. I mm -hmm. think they should have gotten right onto that wagon and drove that train into the courthouse. You know, um, I don't know if trying to work up this because they're just now starting to fundraise to take on the system. <laughs> and I just feel like that should have been something that was started right after 2012 and spend the next four years fighting that issue. Yeah. And not at the 11th hour. Well, it seems like leadership is lacking in all the parties. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Scary but true, and I'm and it makes me afraid for this country. It really does. It yeah. really makes me afraid. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, when we come back from break, just you know, some positive news. We're going to talk about Texas when we come back, and we're going to talk about how Texas is restoring the Constitution a little bit. To the citizens of the great state of Texas. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. And just a reminder, April 1st, the PC Tech Rescue Show begins in my time slot here. And the host of that show is a big bully and he's taking over my time slot. So, same time, same yeah. channel, different show. PC Hopefully. help and geeky stuff and we'll just be a bunch of geeks. It won't be an April Fool's joke, right? No, no April Fool's okay. joke. Okay. So we're going to get out of here take a quick break, and we will come back, and we'll do some more stuff. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right here on the Behind the Mic Show.
listening to Behind the Mic with Joe Mahalik. We would love to hear from you. You can email your questions and comments to studio at BehindTheMic.info. That's studio at BehindTheMic.info. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back right after this brief announcement. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Why go anywhere else? It's the best mix of the 70s to today during the week. And the best original programming on weekends. We're Reality One Baltimore and WBTM Delaware. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Behind the Mic on the WBTM Radio Network. Yeah. Why the hell you doing on the radio there, Edith? Oh, my God. I got the most awesome pair well, of jeans over the mall today. Hey, Bob, yeah, I just want to get back live. There's a lot of paperwork that we're going to have to get done by midnight tonight. Dude, This is Vita from Behind the Mic reminding you to make safety first when driving. Using a cell phone while driving is a distraction that quadruples the risk of an accident. So we want to remind you to hang up and drive. Take the time to make sure you get home to your loved ones and others get home to theirs. Pull off the road when you need to talk on your cell phone or don't use it at all until you safely reach your destination. Remember, buckle up, hang up, and drive carefully. TalkSuperstation.com Talk. Spoken here. Drag and roll. Oops. Oops. Well, you say we try that one again, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, without the oops. But I went, went into McDonald's the other night, and uh, I saw up on a sign, uh, McDonald's new Obama value meal. Really? It's really something. You order anything you want, and the guy behind you pays for it. <laughs> Man who catch fly with chopstick accomplish anything. Well, the Democrats' way of running this country is to go tell us all how we ought to make sacrifices. The United States has become a whipping post for the rest of the world. You are the most egotistical, self-deluded person I have ever met. Thank you very much. I would like, if I may, to take you... On a strange Live from Wilmington, Delaware, it's Behind the Mic, the radio show that talks about whatever. Join us now for provoking discussion, entertaining guests, and the opportunity for you to make a difference in the world today. 
now. Without further ado, and broadcasting live from the Moose Den, here is your host of Behind the Mic, Joe Mahalik. Welcome back to the program. It is the Behind the Mic Show. I am Joe Mahalik. I'm here with Ron. And uh, the phone number is 443-836-0171. 443-836-0171. Facebook.com slash Behind the Mic, M-I-K-E. That's how it's spelled. Uh, in Texas. In Texas, uh, the Senate has voted 20 to 11 to approve open carry of handguns by law-abiding citizens who have concealed carry permits. Uh, Right now, it is legal to open carry shotguns and rifles, you know, long guns in Texas. And uh, this bill uh, will establish where uh, people who have the concealed permits can now have the guns exposed and I applaud them for that because they're sort of, uh, I mean, basically the Second Amendment to the Constitution is basically, in a broad sense, is our constitutional right to carry guns. You know, the state of Delaware has an open carry law. I, as a law-abiding citizen, could openly carry a weapon without a permit outside. Now, certain certain towns, small towns in Delaware have a town-wide no open carry, li- you know, uh limit. Stores can post no handguns, you know, and a sensible law-abiding citizen would abide by that. Of course, that is those organizations or stores or whatever, it's kind of their way of breaking that back down. The problem is the Second Amendment is basically an open carry, is a license to open carry. But with the Bill of Rights, with the U.S. Constitution, there's that clause where they allowed states to trample on those, you know, redefine at the state level what you can do. And that's how you have all this gun control to begin with. Well, Joe, I had a quick question about that in Delaware. Okay. And that is, you know, is it kind of like, you know, these... States that have, like, um, marijuana laws where you can buy it in those states, but federally it's still illegal? I mean, like, where I mean, where does it uh, apply if it's legal to carry in Delaware, but it's not legal to carry in those towns? Which one trumps the other one? Does state law trump the local law? Well, I would, that, that's kind of what I was setting up for. Like the states can trample and redefine constitutional okay. rules. Okay. These like the city of Newark is a city it's a it's a you're not allowed to open carry in Newark. They're allowed to trump that. So as a law abiding citizen you should not carry in the city limits of Newark or in the certain parks or, or places of business and you know things like that. So people do it you know, once in a while you'll see somebody openly carrying you, and you look at them and you go, well, they're not a cop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I would accept the problem is 
And talking to a state trooper about this is, you know, if you know someone complains, I mean, if you're walking down a street carrying a gun, someone's going to call the police. And then the police will come and they will check you out. They, you know, all you got to do is I'm exercising my constitutional rights under the Delaware Constitution, and that's fine. Can I see your license? You know, and of course you can refuse and be a dick if you want. But the thing is, if you're a law-abiding citizen, nothing to hide. You are legally exercising those rights. You would probably submit to just having your ID run. You know, because I would, and I would cooperate. I would hope that the next person they stop is a felon. Right. But a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people want to be, you know, jerks about it. And, oh, you're infringing on my rights. I've seen videos. I saw a video, and, and I may have posted it like a year or whatever ago, of this guy, college-age student. He's carrying a handgun. Cop stops him, just wants to talk to him about it. Oh, what did I do? What did I do? Uh, uh, you have a right for stopping me? Uh, you can't do that. You're infringing on my right. And that's part of the problem, is you have morons that take it too far. So, although I could, because I am a law-abiding citizen, I have no record whatsoever, I could go out and carry, and open carry my pistol. The problem is, is personally, I don't want to get stopped and hassled all the time. Because that's the thing. Anytime some jerk sees it and gets a bug up their sleeve, they're going to call the police, and the police will have to come and check it out. So... So it's actually, you know, it, it benefits me to get the permit, and then no one has to see that I'm carrying it, you know. So, but anyway, so I, I'm looking at this as even though you still need a a concealed carry permit to carry openly, that's a little weird, but I get it because if you have a concealed carry permit, you're a law-abiding citizen. But what they're saying is now, with this bill, which is probably going to pass the House, and then it will be signed by Governor Abbott. What they're saying is, you don't have to conceal it now. And you should see the nut cracks that are coming out of the woodwork about it. I mean, you know, one of the senators in Texas that didn't vote for it said that, well, let's say a police officer comes up on a scene of, of a shooting or whatever, and all these people are openly open carrying. How are they supposed to determine the bad actor? I mean, you know, that, that's really a stretch. I mean, that's really a stretch. Mm -hmm. Because statistics show that people who exercise their rights to carry, whether it's concealed or open, you know, are not only law-abiding citizens, but crime in those areas that have been permitted to do that have gone down. Has gone down. I'm going to use proper English, sorry. Has gone down. That's a statistical fact. So to me, and either one of you may argue with me if you'd like, I just think it's a reach to think that a police officer is going to have that kind of problem. There are 850,000 concealed carry permit holders in the state of Texas. If you are going to have a problem rolling up on a scene, and let's say there's 100 people at this scene, and maybe 40 of them are carrying, concealed or open, that's because they, it's now outside their jacket is not going to change the fabric of the situation. Unless you have a moron cop who just wants to start shooting people because he sees guns all over the place. I think it's a stretch. So, 
I also think it's a stretch that, um, what did this other person say? Um, da, 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 there was someone else. Do, 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 do. Uh, I can't see it now. Some mom group. Hmm. And they were being then they were being silly about it too, you know. So <clears throat> I just think you know. To me, this is Texas kind of restoring that Second Amendment faith in their people. Because at first I was like, well, open carry for concealed permit holders. Delaware, if you're a law-abiding citizen, you can open carry without a permit. And then I thought to myself, well. Obviously, you, you're a law-abiding citizen if you got the permit, and you had to go through a, a gun safety class. You had to do range time. You know, that, of course, that's the way it is in Delaware, and I'm sure it is in many states for the CCW, you know, uh, the CCWP. So, obviously, it does make sense. Sure, you still got to go through that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, that's another thing, guys. Another another thing in my mind that keeps me from just open carrying is for me to get a concealed permit, I have to go through classes. I have and the first then the pre prerequisite is the NRA safety class. Mm-hmm. So you have to have that. Then you have to have a class designed specifically for carrying a concealed weapon in Delaware. Then you have to have range time, which includes some tactical training. How to pull your weapon out, how to approach, how to, you know, not approach, you know, all that stuff. So you go through that. And so and the other part of me is, okay, that's good stuff to go through. Did it make you go through refresher courses? Or is it only a one-shot deal? You no know, I think, I, I think that was what, like one of the gun control bills that was trying to get through, and it keeps getting squashed, luckily. Because really, that's, um, you know... That's sort of rich. I see your point. I see your point. But well, I mean, the reason I say that is right now, I mean, you're still relatively young um, in terms of some of these people that have gone through the training years ago. Right. And may not be because of age, because of failing eyesight, because of other mobility or other handicap reasons, may no longer be adequately enabled to safely handle a firearm. Right. And maybe recertification in those cases might be warranted. I'm not saying it would be that way in your case, but there would probably be plenty of people that, that may fall under under that category where you know, at the time they went through the classes, they were qualified. Mm-hmm. And they may no longer safely be able to live up to the same qualifications they went through when they took the course. Right. That would be my that that would, that would be my concern. I'm not saying it's not a valid point. I'm just saying there's that like everything else, there's two schools of thoughts on that. You know, uh is this Ron, been in Chicago recently uh, start allowing for the issuance of concealed carry permits? Um, the state has for a while. Right, the, but... You know, it, it's just like you were saying about uh, 
Newark, I guess. Uh, yeah, uh, they had several laws that were found to be unconstitutional, so they right. had to go right. to it. Right, and, yes. and what happened when it did? Crime went down. It's still not squashed because you're still right. You know, several dozen people die every single weekend in Chicago. Oh yeah, but the criminals still have the weapons. Right. But yes. But crime well, has wait, gone down know, since they've they've allowed that to become a factor again. Again, another yes, statistical has, fact. But I, I mean, <laughs> what really spearheaded it was when three pieces of crap tried to rob a uh, off-duty Cook County Sheriff's officer, and it, <laughs> and he pulled out his gun and blew one away, and the other two ran away. That that really started spearheading. Like, wow, <laughs> if people were uh, able to carry in their car, you know what I'm saying? If right. people were able to defend themselves, gosh, what could happen? Yeah, and you know, like you said, it, every time. That these laws have been implemented, crimes decreased. Why? Because the criminal has to think, <laughs> you know, is it is it my day or not? <laughs> you yeah. know, like dirty hurry, you know. Are yeah, you lucky, true, right? punk? <laughs> <laughs> you feel lucky? I know what you're thinking. Exactly. You're thinking, did he fire all six shots or only fire five? Exactly. But to tell you the truth and all the confusion, I sort of forgot myself. <laughs> I used to know that speech word for word, man. <laughs> word for but it word. does. It makes him think, gosh, is this guy carrying? Right. Is this the one I really want to, you know, try and mess with? So, you know. And I, and, and I think that's that, that's the initial mindset. And, um, you know, you know, you're never going to solve crime, which is why I said it before. That's why the government goes after the law-abiding citizens with gun laws, because they don't know how to fight crime. They want to. They do all this, and I, I and I don't understand their logic. That they just don't. I don't understand how they don't understand it. We understand it. We say it all the time. No matter what you do, criminals are not going to abide by these gun laws. The law-abiding citizens will because they'll end up becoming non-law-abiding citizens, and they don't want to do that. So. The problem's crime. They're not going to be able to get rid of it, but it, it's been shown to be curtailed in, in these uh, areas. Um, uh, Tony, you sent me a link. Is this from a particular state? This or, is California. Uh, so California, they do... Okay, yeah, okay, I see California. Okay, so they do have a recertification. Okay. So... It requires, it looks like it's four hours of classroom. It's a $75 fee. Um, and, you know, but it, it doesn't take a lot, but it apparently, you know, it is something that they... Um, yeah, it's a four-hour course. You have to bring your gun. You have to bring 100 rounds of ammunition. So you're going to go through the, uh, you know, um, handling it and firing it and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So California does it. And... Uh, now, California is known for being uh woohoo woohoo <laughs> <anyway>. really <laughs> never but noticed but good point they may be the only state attorney I'm not saying that's true I'm just saying no, they I mean, could be I mean, the only state that do that does that I mean there are other ones it was just that was just one that I just happened to click on you know but then the other question is is it just a uh, is that just a money grab 
in the form of a concealed mm-hmm. weapon. Well, I mean, you know, what when you think they? about it, though, when you think about it, though, just to, just to give you some credence to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside on this, when you think about it, the uh, you know, you have to get your license renewed every so many years to make sure you can still drive a car. Actually, that's not even true. You go in, you take an eye test, they take a picture, you got your license. It's not like they're retesting you. And I, you know, and, and sometimes, and not to talk out of turn because I know you're much older than I am, Tony, but. I think at a certain age, I think you should have to start taking the test again or, or taking the driver test at least, like some sort of simple driver test to make sure mm-hmm. you right. you can still steer a, a damn car. Because <laughs> I got news for you, because there are plenty of people, even you know, young youngin, young adults out there that don't know yes. how to drive. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, that's why. <laughs> the I hell know. I say, right? <laughs> well, I know, but we really don't have time to get into it now. But that's why one of the. Uh, the Google executives wants to have the guys in charge of self-driving cars wants to make sure that this stuff actually happens within five years so his 11-year-old son doesn't have to take a driver's test. Why? Well, I, I don't approve at all of any of these cars that do things by themselves. Parallel park by themselves. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the backup cameras, I mean, uh, you know, I've seen them and I haven't worked with them, but I've been in the passenger side of a car that has them. I think they're neat, although I do know somebody. I was in the passenger side and they had it on. They still crashed into a curb in a tree, even with the <laughs> <laughs> rear camera. I mean, really. Well, you know what, though? Uh, Retest that, fool. <laughs> I mean, I've actually driven, like, the uh, ultimate that my mom had. Did have the, the the rear cameras, and it it sounds funny, but until you really get used to using those things, mm-hmm. they are a bear to get accustomed to using because it's right. like, you know, she used to use it to try to back into the driveway, and I was like, "Oh, you're nuts! Let me back into the to the driveway." And she's like, "No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good." And when it looked like she was ready to run into the garage door. She stopped and I said, Mom, you're still 10 feet away from from the door. She's like, no, I'm not. Look at the picture. I'm like right up against it. I'm like, oh, no, you see where those red lines are? That's when you're up against it. <laughs> and you're still in the green. And she said, no, no. And I was like, all right, get out of the car and look. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, so you know. for me, the backup cameras, I mean, I see them as being an interesting, like, um, uh, an interesting uh, possible positive feature. I mean, for right. me, I'd rather use my side mirrors and my, you know, especially. And I back well, into my drive. I back into everything I can because that's the way my dad taught me. He right, said, exactly. did, you know, you back in because then you just pull right out of wherever you're at." Well, even there, the the, the right hand side mirrors because of the parabolic mm-hmm. shape of them. Yeah, can still screw the hell out of some of these people because yeah. they say objects are closer than they appear. Right. And until you get used to that, you know, looks at the car, it's like three quarters of a mile down the road behind you, and right. he's right here in your blind spot. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm seriously against these cars that park themselves for you. Uh, you know, autom- they brake for you. You know, I, we already have people who are not paying attention to the rules of the road. We already have people who think they're better. They're above the laws of the road. They're above the driving laws. Uh, don't pay attention. Text when they're driving. Put makeup on. Eat sandwiches. Read blueprints. 
Yeah, we do. While they're driving, we have all these people that already do this kind of stuff, and so I don't promote any features on a car that make you even lazier than some of these people are. I don't do it. Now, in the interest of safety, I can understand a car that might, in an emergency situation, break if you're going to ram to the back of somebody. Possibly. I could see that just for the interest of safety. But other than that, you're right. Right. So, uh, so anyway, kudos to Texas for what they're doing. Uh, we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, but that... I think that's on the fast track. I think it'll clear the house and it'll go right to the mm-hmm. governor's desk. And, um, you know, and I like the way they're doing it. I like the way that they're doing it. It's not just, you know, um, open carry like here in Delaware, which, you know, I just think uh, I, I like how you still have to be a permit holder because that, I think, is proof that you're a law-abiding citizen. That doesn't mean that a police officer is not going to roll up on somebody who's carrying a gun openly and they're not a law-abiding citizen, that they could be a felon. There's always that chance. I just think that um, uh, I think that the stretch that they, they're, they're going to try to claim that it's we're putting police officers at risk. That's one of the arguments against it. We're putting police officers at greater risk. Why? Because 850,000 people in this state can now show you instead of hiding it? You know, How does that change the risk? I don't know. Yeah, I think well, it puts it, citizens at risk from idiot cops. And it, you know, just real quick, knowing uh, quite a few police officers, you know, just from being in the school atmosphere, many when that's first started coming out, you know, they they listened and oh, th- this really bothers me. I don't think I'm for it, but they're they've all come around. They, they, they endorse it fully. They, they're they telling people to go out and get a gun now. So Right. I'm just yeah. wondering if the reason why some of these are paranoid maybe is because of the fact that they're afraid that there's going to be more and more people that are trying to take the law into their own hands and try to be that citizen arrest type cop person and try to maybe enforce the law when... They're not qualified to do so. I think that well, I mean, some of that's from the union. I mean, they they preach that those things, but I, I think it's exactly what Joel has said. The law-abiding people are going to basically enforce the non-law-abiding who are carrying at that scene. You'll know who's legit and not, you know. Yeah. I mean... It'll it'll probably stand out like a sore thumb more obviously than you know. Stand out like a blazing handgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, someone goes to fire and shoot the cop. You got five others with a gun. You know, goodbye. And <laughs> here's a uh, just a, a final thought on the way out the door here. Uh, you familiar with Wildwood, New Jersey? No, Wildwood, I am no. I know, Tony, you are. You're not? you never heard of Wild? Our, all right, while we're here, to us, is like the Navy Pier to you, I guess. Okay. Actually, that's kind of inaccurate. Navy Pier is more like Coney Island in New York, but you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so while we're right. like a big vacation spot, you know, Jersey Shore type of thing. And uh, uh, I meant to mention this a couple weeks ago when it went into effect, but you can now be arrested and fined if you're not wearing your pants around your waist. Cool. 
in the Wildwood city limits. You are not allowed to have your pants down around around your ass or lower or whatever. They got to be. Boy, up. that's terrible. Well, I know, right? Around your neck. That's, <laughs> I and I kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not going to stop the thugs out of thugs, but you know, they'll just be thugs with their pants pulled up. Yeah, it's so discriminatory. Just yeah. t- racist laws. So how do you got a pants coat? Then what do you do? I listen. I don't understand how they can wear them like down around their junk area and have yeah. the belt strapped tight and the sh- you know long shirt tucked in. I mean, I mean, it looks like they have like a you know a forty-eight inch torso. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I just don't get it. I don't either. I don't know. You're not going to get any argument out of me on that one. No, I know. I, I, I'm all for it, you know. Pull your pants up. Jesus. <laughs> you know, let's just try to act normal. You know, I, I don't know where all this crap comes from. I really don't. It would crap be interesting though. to try to figure that out, but some, <laughs> that, 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 then I think, no way. I don't want, I don't want to have to figure that out. I don't want to have to go through that. I have enough mm-hmm. on my plate. Yeah. Then they have to figure out who decided it would look cool to wear your pants down below your ass. When they get into jail, they'll find out how cool it is. Yeah. So, yeah, so now, you know, you can be fine in Wildwood. And I don't know if that's become a law anywhere else, but Wildwood City Limits. you got to pull your pants up. No pants on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so... Any hoozy waddy. Uh, so, you know, uh, Sunday night, 8 o'clock, we'll be back here with more Behind the Mic show. Uh, Wednesday, April 1st, uh, PC Tech Rescue Show will take over here and uh, offer uh, PC help if you want to email or call into the show. Uh, geekiness and gadgetry and reviews and talking tech kind of stuff. Um, so, should be an interesting experience. And you can all come out and check it out. Um, so that starts April 1st, right here on this channel at this time. Mm-hmm. So there you have that. Um, what else? Uh, QIBRadioNetwork.com. That's where you can go and uh, get in touch with all of our social networks and uh, get the podcast. And you get the show notes there. You can leave comments there. Uh, and you can email us off of there. It's where everything happens. The entire thing. QIBRadioNetwork.com, powered by Reality One Radio. Which, funny, that's where Tony's from. So, uh... <laughs> wow. Not going to ask why that's funny, but okay. Tuesday, April 7th, huh. is when the Beyond the Game show with Matt Krevin. Beyond, what did I just say? Beyond the Game? Yeah, Beyond the Game yeah. Sports Talk returns Tuesday night, April 7th, uh, featuring our very own Ron. Ron is around this network, man. Oh, yeah. Busy on his network. So, I but, quit. Uh, <laughs> so look for that as well. In the meantime, I want to thank everybody for listening to tonight's show. We appreciate it. Make sure you go catch the podcast. My thanks to Ron for joining me. My thanks to Tony Behind the Glass for producing it, putting it all together, and making it work. And we'll catch you Sunday night, 8 o'clock. Good night, all.
you have been listening to Behind the Mic with Joe Mahalik. We would like to thank all our guests for joining in today. Until next time, remember to have fun, drive safe, and smile at a stranger. Bye for now.